0: trying to find me
1: trying to remind me (laughs) (laughs) that it just takes time don't know how to love myself fully I'm not perfect but I know I'm worth it need to trust me no need to rush me insecurities had me hiding can't keep holding back meditating and creating got these gifts in me gotta trust I'd realize now what's for me will be for me. I just need some self love therapy. Need to take my time to learn more of me. Fighting with my thoughts, so I'm going to wait for my favorite part.
2: I don't want to use the whole song. You guys right. going to have to go check it out. <laughs> I'm like, I'm good. I'm not copy. You give me permission.
1: <laughs> I'm going to get copy No copyright. Right. <laughs> I'll say no. I, I own it. So you're good. Yeah. And it's an honor. Oh, my to God. To bring us in the intro. It's
2: an honor to have you here. I love that song so much. So much.
1: Thank you. You would never know that, like, I made that probably on one of, like, the toughest Times. I could hear it. I could hear so the cool. lyrics.
2: We have Diana Nicole Ross here with us today, y'all. Hello.
3: Hey My lady. girl all the way from Maryland.
2: Baltimore okay. County. Okay,
3: <laughs> Baltimore County. Yes. yes.
1: Love it. We're so excited to have you here. I'm so excited. I am too. Like I got off work at 1145 last night, helped break down, and then head like, straight to Frankie's and then was like, we're going to do this. So from like 1 to 6, we was just making a do with a do on the road. all a.m., 1 a.m. to <laughs> 6 a.m. I had mm-hmm. just finished working a party from like 8 to 11.45, so. That's
2: committed. I love it. Commitment, yeah. Mm-hmm. The girl ready. Okay. <laughs> and I am too, and we are too. I was telling Aurora, I was like. Yep, because we had a FaceTime call call the other day. I was like, she's like us. She's like, I know what I want. I know how
1: I want it to go. Basically, you're a visionary.
2: Yeah,
1: Yeah, I would say, like, I feel like the older I get, the more I'm starting to learn that there is so much power in, like, knowing what you want. And always being reminded that, you know, you can't just talk about it. You have to do it.
0: Mm -hmm. And that's
1: something that I, like, used to struggle with. So. I always tell myself, like, if I have a goal, if there's something I want to see, like, I really just have to do it mm-hmm. and not be scared about the outcome.
3: And But it, it hits a lot different when it's something you love, though. Yeah. Like, all the other things, I don't know if for y'all it was the same thing, but in life for me, just doing anything that I wasn't OD passionate about, it I procrastinated so much so so much and then I come across music and now everything just flows effortlessly I can pull out notebooks start writing anything when it comes to music and so I think it's it has a lot to do with your passion with it being your passion too
1: yeah and I feel like right now I was just telling somebody this I feel like as of lately I've been in this In the most, like, creative space and energy that I've been in a really long time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I've been, technically I've been entertaining since I was five years old. Like, my first ever, like, real performance was, like, every Christmas holiday. And just, like, singing for my family. But I actually, which is so funny as to how I have, like, the part-time jobs that I have. I sang at a bar mitzvah when I was, like, seven years old in California. What's
3: a bar mitzvah?
1: I think I've heard of what that before, uh-huh. So what it's it? it's it's kind of like a coming to it's like a coming of age, coming to age like uh, celebration for the um, the Jewish religion. Okay. Oh,
3: okay. Yeah. Heard of that. Cool. Yeah. So it's um, so almost like kissing okay. Yeah. Oh, okay.
1: I was like cool. six, seven because I had um he's like family, but um one of my aunt, one of my mom's good friends, was like an aunt, her son was having um a bar mitzvah so mm-hmm. it's just really funny how now I work a lot of mitzvahs wow. so mm. do you remember that like the well, experience like vividly I remember just like going on stage mm-hmm. and performing um
3: was it easy did you get anxiety I can't I can't remember all
1: that part I just remember like my and my mom tells me this story like well she'll bring it up sometimes but she'll just be like yeah, you just went on stage and asked them if they knew Stop in the Name of Love and you just started singing with a live band. Oh my God. I'm like, really? Me? Like, what? But that makes so <laughs> much sense because uh-huh. my brothers actually told me, like, when I was born, I was just like ready.
0: Wow.
3: Like, I was ready. I bet they first and you know heard what? you sing. As- <laughs> wow. Let me tell you something. I have heard that when someone just effortlessly and something comes so natural for them in one life, that means that in the past they like were fully on they you were fully like in it and then in this life you don't really have too many fears or limitations that stop you from getting to where you want to be um but it's it's like even it pertains to me because i've had so many limitations and doubts and worries and fears i get in the way of my singing
0: mm-hmm. throughout
3: the years and the criticism and all that stuff i let that get to me but like you on the other hand you naturally kind of just went that way and you've pursued that all your life and and for me like i i stopped because of you know and so someone comes into this life and has the same passion the same gift the same talent and it will naturally, like, be shown since you're little. But if you have those limitations, it'll stop you along the way. And you'll lose your way, then probably come back to it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Yeah. So it's really interesting that you just kind of, like, fully, when you were five years old, seven years You were five, right? You said yeah.
1: Because I've, I've been, so I have been dancing since I was five. Um, I've been, like, classically trained, like, ballet, jazz, modern, contemporary, hip-hop since um like I was young like Mm -hmm. I went to I was a part of the Towson University Children's Dance Division most of my younger years Mm -hmm. and um throughout middle school and then once I got into high school I uh did the Mercy High School Dance Troupe Mm -hmm. all four years and then college I um I wanted to major in dance but um actually no I'm sorry I I want so I wanted to major in dance but then but then I also had that thought in my head like what's the what's the shelf life like you know obviously like we have those types of limitations, those types of concerns and fears and worries. Um, because anything in the entertainment industry is very, first off, it it, it, came, it used to feel like it was very hard to get into. Whereas now I do feel like with like social media and just all of that nowadays, it's a tad bit easier than it was. But it, it's still hard to a certain degree. Because once you get in, you got to make sure that you're solid enough to continue to produce Right. good quality yeah. um just content and music mm-hmm. but so i initially so after the, thinking that like being you know 18 i said you know what? i want to minor in dance but you couldn't minor at the time so then i ended up just majoring in communications and um throughout my years there i started a dance group called kill emotions oh. and
2: ooh, that sounds fire yeah it does kill it, was, it was fun ooh. it was fun did you
1: kill emotions you know these. <laughs> <laughs> it it was fun. Um, and then I did. I want to. She say, didn't answer my question though. <laughs> did you kill emotions? Yeah, you did. Kind of. Some. I mean, I feel like. <laughs> wait. I feel like it went over my head, but I feel like. What I would know you what you're
3: asking. <laughs> like kill emotions? Like did you like actually like let them come out? Where
1: and, did oh, the name yeah. come from? Oh, so it was just. I think. I wanted something that was unique and different. And I remember at the time just, like, asking, like, how can we, like, how can I build, like, a dance group on campus? Because there were already, like, um, solidified dance groups with, like, like, I know with, like, the Black Student Union. Um, There was Soul, which I believe was, like, the hip-hop. It was, like, the hip-hop. And then there was, like, a step team, too. So I was thinking, well, how can I just, like, have, like, my own... Troop in a way uh, for like people that do all types of dance. And so that's kind of where like I want to say it came from. And then I know I also had help, so I'm not going to sit here and take all the credit mm-hmm. f- just from what I can remember. I remember just wanting to build something that was just going to be fun and mm-hmm. different and for everybody with the help of other people. Right. So um, yeah,
2: I yeah. love that. I, you said something earlier about social media and how it's been easier pathway for people a little bit easier not really easy Mm -hmm. because I feel like social media has its downfall but when it comes to creating I'm like so grateful to be in a generation where we have social media yeah Mm -hmm.
3: Mm -hmm. it's like in a sense like it's really really good for maybe your career or whatever Mm -hmm. but then it also can be addicting and then Mm -hmm. it sucks you in and then you lose yourself and then you think social media is everything and then you think followers and likes and everything is important which it is in a sense but it's not it doesn't define you it doesn't give you identity you know what i'm saying
2: but once you lock in with yourself you're pretty much yeah like me i'm like okay it's been a while let's get off of this Yes. or you take a self note yeah
3: (laughs) once you're like really conscious of that and mm-hmm. you're like, oh, okay, I got another life besides scrolling or, like, being but on But most media.
2: creators are pretty conscious. We get up there with purpose. Yeah. So, some. Some. I said most. Most. But, but some.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I do feel like, like, for example, when I did um, form Kill Emotions and, you know, there's so many, like, other people I can think. My girl Lisa, Daje, um Victoria, Brooke, so, so many other people. And they also knew my vision. So I feel like social media was very helpful because, you know, when you're in college and I feel like Instagram really started coming up when, like, I was in high school. Mm-hmm. So, you know, to be able to, like, use that platform to just, like, get the word out or just even start feeling comfortable to, like, post covers and mm-hmm. stuff. Like, it was it was really fun. Mm-hmm. But I learned over the years how um, it can be a blessing and a curse. And so where I'm at now with it is, like, Um, like I do have my music page and I do have, um, my other two pages, which is my personal and then my body care business that I do outside of music. Mm
2: -hmm. But like,
1: I learned that when you stop focusing so much about like sharing so much of your life and Mm -hmm. more so just like living, living and and capturing the moments that you're living, whether Mm -hmm. it's like going to an aquarium or you see a beautiful plant or you're looking over top, like just like a beautiful waterfall or or whatever it is and and capturing that and sharing that, Mm -hmm. it almost just makes you feel like, okay, the world doesn't need to know. It's more of like, I want them to know that I'm exploring these beautiful yes. things. Yeah. Um.
3: yeah, it is. That's how I feel now. Before, mm. I used to be all about it. There was a point in my life where I was, like, going to be a model, and there was, like, a consistent everyday thing, everyday mm. post, everyday. Mm. And so I was so used to it when we did money. I was like, oh, mm. this is easy. It's simple. Oh. But then, right, and then I realized, <laughs> and I took, like, a month detox, month, two months or something. I was like, whoa, I love real life. And that's where I s- split the everyday having to post, telling people, talking to people, everything, Mm -hmm. to, like, I'm going to show them what I just want to show them, not everything of my life.
2: When I did monet, I was, like, my mentor was basically, like, why don't you have a post on your story? Why didn't you post in an hour? You need to be posting consistently. And that felt like a job to me. It didn't feel like something that I was showing up for because I wanted to do that Mm -hmm. at the time. So I think anything that deals with, like, Creations or any, like, you know, that's us. If anybody doesn't know, Monette is a skincare line, but skincare, hair care, skincare, hair care, network marketing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but when it comes to that, like, I don't know, I like the passion side of things, I don't like things to feel like a job. Yeah. I, I post now because I feel called to because I want to share that, like mm-hmm. you just said.
3: Yeah, so. I think it's just like a matter of just finding your passion mm-hmm. finding what you love to do the most and sticking with that like if posting and creating content is a part of it then do that you know and it kind of intertwined with what we were doing with the business type of stuff so it kind of was like oh okay well we already do this so this is going to be fun okay. but then it felt like a job then you're like oh, yeah, oh, yeah. But I'm, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I mean, it's different, but even with our passion, like it doesn't, I personally don't feel like it's a job. It's like, I want to do this, yeah. you know, I want to put this out and I want to like, but with no
2: pressure, I with no pressure, pressure. Yeah.
3: I mean, cause at the end of the day, like we don't really have the fresh pressure. We have the pressure of like getting the word out to the world mm-hmm. with our passions.
2: With that business though, I did feel pressure. And I think the difference is now when I don't feel pressure, I want to do it because I don't know it's like coming from the right place because exactly. i know like god wouldn't want me to feel pressured to do yeah. something it's right. like force so mm-hmm. yeah
3: but talk about your skincare line i know you said you girl you brought some out earlier
2: i was I like did. oh i can't wait Hold I no, wait some. did she say skin she, she walked in some? and she was like we have similar products but she didn't say anything about skincare yeah, line. so
1: back in like i want to say a little after covid um A friend of mine at the time, I was, like, playing around with, like, butters. So, like, at that time, I was just doing shea and cocoa butter, and it was still really, like, clumpy. Mm -hmm. Um, And she was, like, this is kind of solid. Like, maybe you should, like, add more ingredients. But, like, this could be really cool because not a lot of people sell, like, body butters that have, like, a whole bunch of ingredients in them. Mm -hmm. That's just completely natural. So, I would say over, like, the last two years, I played around with – I did a lot of research. Like, I spent a lot of time on, like, TikTok – Pinterest, Tik TikTok is my new like Google, bro. Yes, <laughs> you will find out if I have any questions. TikTok. If I want to know something, like TikTok. Yeah. So um, Pinterest too. Yes, like Pinterest is mm-hmm. like my motivation, my research, my therapy, all that. Um, some of my self-love best screen therapy. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I feel no, like literally. Wait, what?
3: Self-love. You started the podcast with that, and we're kind of like going, going into, into
1: therapy. Wow. Yeah.
3: Look at God. Anyways.
1: I feel like therapy is always really good, whether it's like doesn't matter. And I feel like anything that challenges your brain to think mm-hmm. about something differently or to just reflect um mm. that's all great types of therapy. Yeah. But um even my like doing my body care was therapy cuz like covid for me, I've always been an extrovert. I've always been that person where like I like to be around um out and about. And then, you know, when I had to be in the house, you know, during that time period, it was a little hard because I'm just, I'm a people person. Mm -hmm. And I've always been a person where I kind of like to gravitate to everybody over the last couple of years. That's that's changed a a little bit um, just due to circumstances. But it was like, it was almost like a blessing in disguise for that because I've had the opportunity to like focus more on what I want and what I need for myself, what I truly love, what my passions are, what I've been neglecting. Mm -hmm. What matters. Yes. And so I love that I have music and body care because. Mm -hmm the thing that i would say so my my business is is still kind of starting out um my my goal i have i have a lot of goals with that i'm not going to say them all right now but definitely want to invest in it further and further Mm -hmm. it's just more of a strategic plan that i have to see where it can go by like the end of the year into early next year but it's called divine creations um again still starting out but I make body butters, body scrubs, Mm -hmm. lip scrubs. I just started making turmeric glow oils Mm. because I know for me, like, dark spots were always a challenge for me. Mm -hmm. And so, and I know there's a lot of other people. Yes. You know how many people have dark spots? Yes. Yeah. Like, I always said I wanted to, like, make something really lightweight. And all I, you know, all of my ingredients are natural. Like I, I would say the only thing that I really use that's hard to pronounce is the preservative Optifin. Mm-hmm. But other than that, everything is natural. I use like five different types of butters. I use like six different types of moisturizing oils, and all of that is on my page, my Instagram page at um, underscore. This is Divine Creations underscore, and um, we'll just you like know. we'll put it under yeah. the video. Did you
2: bring it with you?
1: They're at they're at um. My crib, yeah. Oh, period.
3: Okay. So you'll have to try some. Yeah, of those. you should. No, sure. yeah. I actually left the
1: peppermint scrub sample Ooh. in the in your bathroom for you. Yeah. I just forgot to tell you. Oh, okay. so now is the time I'm okay, telling period. you. Okay. <laughs> period. Um, yeah, because I have over like 28 scents not made, but I that's what I have like in stock for custom made orders. Mm-hmm. And so right now I just have um, different scents on hand, mm-hmm. um, but I'll probably start taking like custom made orders by the end of um september did um, you go over like why you created that line or you just were playing around at the that? time i was just playing around with the body care in general i was just playing around with it doing Monet really boosted my confidence in like learning more about like skincare Shout and out to body for having uh, us all yeah together. dude yeah.
3: if it wasn't for money i wouldn't have met yeah. you
1: or, or you, you. <laughs> Like, money really brought us together, yeah, so yeah. shout-outs to y'all. Yeah, shout-out to my girl Babs, because she's the one that, you know, really encouraged me and motivated me to do it at the time. And, um, you know, I, I still do it a little bit, yeah. um, because there are a lot of... there I do still have clientele that really Same. enjoy the products, Same. Mm-hmm. and I still enjoy yeah, products, because I'm really big on skincare. But it really made me realize how I want to spend more time with my own? Yes. With my own work yes, and my then. own stuff and, and see where that can go. That's what it taught all of us. Yeah, yeah I feel Even like. with like my content creating and just having like Girl. the ideas, Literally. <laughs> Daisy. Yeah. Girl. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. we're just right. like, we're yeah. like yeah, <laughs> yeah. I the same. No, but it's it's so true cuz I feel like I also got a chance to meet a lot of creatives. Mm-hmm. That I was just like, okay, I could I could be doing this as well. And you know, it's crazy how it takes us meeting other people to be able to, like, to, to really remind ourselves, like, you got to, you gotta like, be on your ish, girl. Get like, you got to get on it. Yeah. Because yeah. at the end of the day, like, our biggest competitors are ourselves. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. that something that I've tried to sh- get away from is feeling like I have to compete with anybody else. Because mm-hmm. um, I don't want to compete with anybody else because there's no one that's like me, and I'm not like everybody else. Okay. Aurora is Aurora, Daisy is Daisy, yes. and I, I am myself. and. Right. I think in a culture where everybody is um, trying to do a lot of the same things and everybody's trying to one-up each other, I've always tried to shy away from that.
2: Mm -hmm. Um, And it's hard, too, because there's a lot of people that still don't have that mentality that do compete, and you come across those people, too. And you're, you're like, not girl, competing with them, but they're competing with you. Like, yeah. you're like, baby, I'm in competition with myself. Yeah,
3: girl, I want you to win. What do you mean? Like last night, we
2: we went to this festival and we gave out flowers and just, I, I was told just her about that. Day. Yeah,
1: she did. I thought that was really a beautiful idea
2: basically we were
1: promoting mm-hmm. the
3: podcast mm-hmm. and we just thought it would be sweet a sweet okay. gesture to like go buy like the fake flowers and mm-hmm. hand them out to women and also just say like if you feel called to listen to the podcast you know right. we'd love to have you so we gave them a business card and like that is that way you mm-hmm. were going yeah there was, was the girl
2: yeah I was going into how it showed me so much like I don't know like people skills and stuff because mm-hmm. a lot of people aren't used to beautiful women that are beautiful on the inside like you know coming up to them and just like giving them flowers yeah they're foreign
3: yeah very, there was this one girl foreign. remember the one girl that you were like "Ooh," like she was also almost like uh, and she was with her man oh, and yeah. you can tell by body language when someone's like Uh uh-uh what you doing in front of
2: mommy (laughs) yeah so I was just like excuse me can I borrow her but she I didn't get like that vibe where it was more so like why are you talking to me it was more so like scared like anxiety anxiety. like more so shyness yes which we speak a lot about getting out of that and having confidence so if it's meant you know yeah yeah Yeah. but
3: but yeah that's kind of like like just learning that, in as far as like competition and insecurities, like y- there's no reason to compete. I mean, like I said in the last video too, that we all, like you said, everyone is their own person, and that's what makes us unique. That's what makes us different. That's what that's why God created us separately, individually, different. I mean, there's not everyone has the same fingerprint as you, and so like the mm-hmm. way you do music, maybe we relate, and we we can like come and create something cool, but mm-hmm. without your touch, it's it's different without my touch it's different I was gonna but say with that. the touches mm-hmm. it just becomes such a powerhouse because like we're god's creation at the end of the day
2: if y'all were the same then y'all would just create the same right thing. Like, we'd like, be the same be person creating yeah. the same thing.
1: and i think that you know that that's the beauty like i've i've learned like i would say the last year for me has been a very like uncomfortable stepping out of my comfort zone but in a good way um a lot of self-reflection. I Something I take a lot of pride in. Or let me not say pride, but something that I am very much like raise my hand all day, every day. I'm a teachable person. I'm an accountable person. And I'm very much, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't care about... If I'm right, if I'm wrong, at the end of the day, I'm all about forward movement, how I can be better, do better, and learn from different things, whether it's, like, lessons, mistakes, whatever it is. Because I am learning that at the end of the day, life is really just a matter of going out there and getting it and going out there and doing something. And my biggest struggle used to just be, like, actually going out there and doing something. So, like, with my music, for a long time, I've slept on myself until I really had to think to myself like clearly I still have dreams about this I'm still motivated to do this Mm -hmm. um even even with my body care like it's it's been two almost three years I'm still doing this I'm still wanting to sell these products I'm still wanting to check on the people I've sold to to see if they're enjoying it how their skin's doing how they're feeling and it's it's been nothing but you know great feedback good feedback even the feedback that's oh this didn't really work for me or oh I'm not quite sure if this texture was great or this just wasn't for me no problem thank you so much for taking that chance same with my music Mm -hmm. like I think once I started learning how to produce beats which was something I learned how to do last year I just started to tap into a whole other part of my creative and because of that it made me want to just continue to work on myself as a person and my growth and my mindset and really just worry about myself and think about me and where I want to take myself
2: Mm -hmm. I love that so it sounds like you've been teachable, you've also been disciplined, you've been consistent, you've been showing up, and it also sounds like I don't know, like for me, I feel like I wasn't always a teachable person so I and then you said something earlier too that was like gosh, you said it's gonna come back to me but
1: <laughs> I was gonna say watch it like right. Right. I guess. right, I did
3: want to like say that I heard this in a book that I've been reading that the successful people, it's not their talent, it's their audacity. Mm -hmm. Like, if you think about it, look at any industry. (laughs) Yeah, Look at, the audacity is like you putting, you having that like, I'm going to put myself out there. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. The people that just do it, they make it way further than... I mean, think about it. You have so many talent people, talented people that don't do it, that they just don't. They're like, no, 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 I'm fearful, blah, blah, blah. And they get in their own way, and they just don't become successful because they don't have that audacity. to. Be. And so you were talking about, like, you just do it. Now you've mm-hmm. just been doing it. And that's going to take you so much more further. And also being teachable and coachable. Like, mm-hmm. that is big. You know how many people, whoosh, you know how many mm-hmm. people are so close-minded and, like, I still, to this day, I have an aunt who's, like, really sick, but um, she's, like, going through something, but she's always had a closed mind. Mm -hmm. She's always had a closed mind, and, and, like, it's just interesting to see that, like, also being on the verge of, like life or death situation, people still have their closed mind and they're not open to hear other ideas or open to accept that other people have different beliefs or have, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, they're just like, no, my way is the or the highway. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a conscious level. Mm-hmm. And so when people don't get to that level of, let me be teachable, coachable, and be open to all things, let me be a student of life, there's so much power in that. And it's also a different conscious level, for sure.
1: Yeah. And even... I think even when you can say, or, or once you have been teachable or coachable or or, or open to something, and it stills just like this doesn't align with where I'm at. Yeah. This doesn't align with my mindset. But that's okay. I was teachable and coachable in that moment. Um, I was empathetic. I was understanding. But it's just not for me. That's, God bless all of you know.
3: Oh my God. And let I think, me, ooh, let me talk about something that <laughs> happened. You remember I read you what I wrote down, where I was like remember I told you I was cleaning the the kitchen cabinets and yeah (laughs) that's so random. (laughs) but I was having this like breakthrough moment and I was like crying I was super grateful like those moments where you just cry because you're so grateful Mm -hmm. you're just so grateful to have life to be alive to well I had that moment and I was writing and it was about like my family and I was like I have my mother I have my father and although they misunderstand me maybe they're not meant to understand me maybe i'm meant to love them and accept them just the way they are because they're not perfect i'm not perfect and i shouldn't expect them to be yeah. and so opening your heart that's an open heart thing mm-hmm. you when you're closed i remember i used to have such a hard time being misunderstood and that was my biggest thing because i was like dang like they don't get me like no nah, i don't want to talk to you no nah, i don't want to hang out with you no nah. and so now i opened my heart to where it's like maybe it's okay that you don't understand me and maybe I can still have a great time with my family and and be in the presence of them and accept them and love them at whatever level, conscious level they're at. Mm -hmm. As long as I know that love is there, that they're, that they love me for who I
2: am and that that's really what it's all about. For sure. I was actually going to ask you, Diana, like how is your relationship with your mom? I know you mentioned her a few times today. Are you guys pretty close?
1: yeah I mean I would say my mom and I um i love I love her so much I recognize that she's she's lived her life and both both my parents have lived their lives and they always try to give me a lot of they always try to give me advice based on what they've seen based on what they've been through because they're also older so mm-hmm. um you know there's a certain amount of value that comes with okay. their perspectives now mm-hmm. again they're older so they're they're used to they're used to certain things within the world, um, and then they're not used to certain things within the world. So, for me, what I've learned to do nowadays is just, you know, always, always listen. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, always be understanding, empathetic, but also at the end of the day, never like let anything take away from the fact that they love me and I love them, and I know that they support me, and they have supported me through so much. So I'm very grateful for that. Um, Because like I said, with them being older, I don't know how much time I'm going to have left with them either. Mm. And so my biggest thing is like, again, it doesn't matter the little, you know, disagreements of whatever. It's, it's, I, I try to take my ego out of most things in life because I feel like with ego comes a lot of like, you just see so much like things just, there's just so many things that are held back with ego. And I know what it's like to experience people that have been through a lot of hurt, pain, anger, Trauma. I mean, we all go through those things, but I think it's all about, you know, how you want to live, how you want to live your life, and you know what you want your next steps to be. And I, um, you know, I I don't want to live my life with a whole lot of ego. Now, granted, like nobody is perfect. I am Mm -hmm. not perfect. It can be hard sometimes. But my biggest motivator is if something happens to me tomorrow, or if something happens to this friend tomorrow, or this parent tomorrow, or this sibling tomorrow. Well, I have any regrets. And I and I don't I I don't want to. Yeah.
2: Wow. I love that because I recently too, like me and Aurora live the same life. Like she was singing how she's so grateful for her family and all of that. So I had a friend that gave me like some great advice. Shout out to my friend. Shout out friends. <laughs> so basically, um one, someone close to me had like reached out, I was saying like the worst type of things that you Really wouldn't expect, and it's kind of, like, one, one-sided, one like, from their own perspective. And I responded back. Well, I didn't respond back because I wanted to take some time, but I felt like you feel, as you're growing, you're able to call out your ego and be like, am I responding for my ego or am I responding for my heart? So, in this situation, I wanted to be like, how dare you, like, say something like that to me? But I was like, you know what? This person needs love, so let me respond back to love and put my ego aside because, I like that's what God would do. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I wanted to revert. And life is short. Also, when it comes down to it is. the timing like I don't even think it matters. Like being the older you are anymore, like people are going left to right, so right. you can't just look at it that way. No, yeah. I came to that realization when my uncle passed. Like,
3: um. I, like, took care of my uncle for, like, a good six months, and he had cancer, and he passed away, Mm -hmm. and that, like, flipped the switch on me, like, Mm -hmm. in life, because I'm already a conscious person, like, Mm -hmm. anything in life, I'm like, this just, you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. I learned every, something from everything, and so that, that situation with his passing, I learned that, like, you know, the problems that I had with my brothers, that it's not that big of a deal, like, Mm -hmm we are so we at one point we were clashing and there was a moment where we wouldn't get along and thing and stuff and i finally opened up and i was like listen like you could die tomorrow i could die tomorrow at the end of the day all we're gonna think about is is the love and the laughs and all the good times like why do we have to argue why do Mm -hmm. we have to be against each other and i'm like it doesn't matter where i'm at in life i'm gonna accept you and love you and i hope that it's the same thing vice versa but like it it's important like with the situation where I just told y'all where I was Mm -hmm. like I love that I have my parents I'm grateful for them and maybe they're not meant to understand me but maybe I'm supposed to love them and accept them for who they are but they can't disrespect me that's the line that they can't cross yes I can love them and accept them and be in their presence because sometimes you know that feels good yeah but but if they disrespect you that's the line you can't cross because I'm also human I also have a heart and I'm not going to allow you I mean we can agree to disagree Yeah. But you can't disrespect my character. And so that's the biggest thing. Any boundary, like Mm. especially with family, your family is the one that will get to your heart the most. I mean, it is for me Mm. and it hurts a lot. But I learned to say, okay, if we can just see life for what it is and realize that we're not going to always be here and we need to love each other and accept each other and and give each other that ability to be different and have Mm. our different beliefs there will be so much peace. And I think it's important to like realize that and open our heart to that too. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I asked you that because I know there's a lot of people who don't support you until they see it. Like there's a lot of people that don't believe it till they see it. Right. And sometimes you just have to have grace for them anyway. And just like, just have grace and understanding that, okay, I know like they love me and they want the best for me. That's Kind of like when your parents or family like project their fears on to you, right? And I don't know if you ever experienced anything like that, or th- they're just like, oh, one hundred percent, you're being. <laughs> yeah, I feel like, like you know, just because you're different, you're crazy, you know.
1: I feel like everybody does to a certain degree, but but like I said, for me, something I've always had to learn, just with anybody, is that mm-hmm. you know when people don't understand something, of course, you know they're not sure how to react to it, mm-hmm. but that's where like, and people always have to remind me, like, you just have to give people grace give yourself grace to handle it in the best way that you can um and I mean I will say like I'm very blessed and very grateful that's why I'm a very humbled person my mom my dad um my brother like my friends they've always been supportive in me Mm -hmm. with music and I'm very grateful for that
2: do you have a sister I don't. You don't?
3: Always Me neither. We're brother one. girls. We? Always one <laughs> and one. Yeah, I never had sisters. sister. Me I have,
1: I have, I would say like, like my, my sisters who know, like those my sisters. Yeah. So.
2: We'll be your sisters. Added <laughs> yeah.
1: Add it to the family. <laughs> yes. Okay.
2: No, that was one of our moments when we realized, um, when we first <laughs> meet Aurora. Oh first imagine. started
1: mm-hmm.
3: they're like, we like you don't oh, have a brother you don't have either? a brother either I mean, sister.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah you don't have a sister
1: either and they were like you're our we're sisters i know i'm like oh. I, I feel like family like family is blood but family's chosen mm-hmm. too i'm really called to the people who allow me to express
2: my inner mm-hmm.
1: child yeah creativity. i just said that to someone yesterday my friend i was like i was like you bring bring out my inner child but like the happy parts mm-hmm. like the you know the, like right. the
3: good parts yeah the like happy, the excited the childish. Part. Yeah. yeah you remind
1: me who i am yeah, yeah. who i was before exactly. i got here right. and who and and you also remind me that it's okay to hug that version of me yes. and say okay you're not done yet like you're right. not done growing yeah. you're gonna continue to grow you're gonna continue to go through life mm-hmm. but you can't like you know you can't survive or do what you were doing right it's
3: we're different versions but yeah. we still have that inside of you
1: us mm-hmm. like and
3: it's never gonna leave us yeah. and even when, when it comes to healing you can feel when your inner child is hurt can y'all feel that oh mm-hmm. for sure one that like 1000% yeah. like recently I felt my inner child just wanted to like beat mm-hmm. somebody I was like that's not normal of me but like <laughs> my I felt like inside of me there was something in me that was hurt it mm-hmm. felt abandoned it felt and I was like dang like I got more healing to do of course mm-hmm. we're always gonna have healing to do but I realized in that moment, I was like, dang, when you think that you're done healing, baby. The (laughs) best way to heal
2: when it comes to your inner child is to look yourself in a mirror and like cry it out. Mirror work, mirror work. And to forgive
1: yourself. I feel like I've done shadow work, but not mirror. Is that the same? So mirror
2: work is when you're sitting directly in front of the mirror and you're seeing yourself and you're saying like i forgive you you're just I calling love out you, the things I you. Love you i love you you're hugging yourself Oof, girl. you're just giving yourself that love that maybe you didn't receive yeah i got girl i did, you should do that try it one yeah, day. Yeah, Just yeah. try. Girl, it. I'll, I'll be but ugly hurt like in front of the mirror. <laughs> yes, it's an ugly cry. I love cry. you so much. Girl, it's one day
3: okay. I cried for eight hours straight doing something like that because I w- it was COVID time and so I was already healing. <laughs> Nobody was doing nothing. So I was like, I might as well heal. And so I sat in the mirror and I held myself and I was rocking back and forth. Mm-hmm. I was like, I love you. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And then, mm-hmm. girl, so much came out and mm-hmm. so much healing and so many like shit Shifting paradigms and like elevation and
2: and a lot of good things happened after that. When you heal. Because if you don't do that, it's going to be stuck inside of you. And then when it comes out, it's not, it's going to be ugly. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you have
3: moments where you just cry out of nowhere. Talk about it. Because you had a, girl. (laughs) (laughs) It's very normal. Anybody
1: out there is very normal. And that's okay.
3: (laughs) Don't judge me. Judge your
2: mama. (laughs) No, don't judge nobody. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Don't judge anyone. Not even yourself, but anyways, but yeah, like those moments when they come up, it's because for me, my body has experienced something around the same time frame and my mind just haven't caught up yet. So it's like I feel in my body, I feel like tension or I feel like I need to suppress that. So and I don't understand like at the moment, I'm like. Um, Where is this energy coming from But when I sit It always like Is a full circle moment And then it'll reveal Okay So you were going through this This time last year Or something like that So I'll Y'all It don't even take
1: me long One minute
2: Okay, okay. <laughs>
1: Let's get back into it. But that's but that's good though to be yeah. able to like condition yourself mm-hmm. and know yourself enough to know like okay, this too shall pass. And that's yeah. that's just really my mentality lately with with so many different things. Like this too shall pass, whatever I'm going through clearly is happening for a reason. Mm-hmm. And then if it keeps happening, clearly is as a lesson I'm not learning still.
0: Okay.
1: Um and so again, all teachable moments mm-hmm. and just like self-reflection and then just also knowing that like The art of detaching from things is so important because i think i think i was i was talking to y'all it was on facetime was Mm -hmm. yesterday Mm -hmm. and i was just like you know you've heard that expression where it's like um and i have a friend that reminded me of this but like we're not supposed to be attached to a lot of earthly things Um, and you mm -hmm. know so just
3: oh and it's it's when you attach yourself that you have the most heartbreak and disappointments and that's Mm -hmm. what i realized i was like because people will come in and out of your life, but you will always be there for yourself, always. And so you making sure you have a solid relationship with yourself and, and your identity is solid, you know who you are, you know where you come from, you know what made you know all of you. As long as you got that solid establishment right there,
2: anyone nice. can come in and out of your life. Mm-hmm. And I used to be like, I used to set expectations for everybody that came in my yeah. life. It was real ghetto. Like I don't know why I did that, but so like, we all do that. Come yeah. on. But anytime that someone is walking all over you or like has crossed that line, it's because you didn't set boundaries from the established. So like yeah. you're pointing a your finger and they're all pointing back at you because it's almost like you have to take some accountability. Yeah. Oh yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah. It's like um, I have a friend who recently kind of was like upset because I wouldn't answer calls or like, you know, like she said that she would always be there for for me. And like anytime I would call, like be quick to answer a phone call. Mm-hmm. But I sometimes wouldn't answer. Sometimes I wouldn't reply. And it was like I told her, I was like, it's not personal. It's just that I have realized that she's like, I'm so quick. She's like, maybe that's my problem. I'm so quick to answer people like straight like on the first dial or on the first ring and she's like maybe I should take a step back and and not be so available for everyone and I was like yeah that's a superpower like that's a boundary you have to make sure that you're good first emotionally available before you talk to the world and you allow them to dump everything on you you know so that's even more powerful like making sure that you have your okay someone's calling me Mm, text them I'm gonna call you right back or I'm gonna call you later. Mm-hmm. I'm busy right now. Yeah, communication. I don't feel yeah, but also making sure that you are good. Yeah. you know what I mean. Because that's what a real friend would want. A real mm-hmm. friend's gonna be like, "Oh, she's not good. It's mm-hmm. okay. Don't worry. Like, I yeah. will call call you. Tell you later. You know what I'm saying? That's. But like any other friend, be like, "Girl, why the fuck you ain't answered? I needed you in that <laughs> moment. It's like you know what I'm saying. I feel like you people gotta like know like. And once you find that and have that awareness within yourself, you'll understand mm-hmm. other people.
2: Mm-hmm. So for sure there's times where I call you and like you don't answer or you call me and I don't answer I'll be like she probably watching a video on <laughs> yeah. She probably watching some video. This girl probably working on herself. And I'd be like, good for her. And then I move on with mine. Yeah. Yeah. To. You don't answer. And I'm like, oh, it's OK. And
3: I'm like, "Ugh, I wanted to talk to her. But anyways. <laughs> and so
2: we just move on. I'm like, girl, on. Right.
3: Right. It's like, uh-uh. <laughs> oh, like, you, you, you know you point. see my call.
2: Get the book. <laughs> but it's not like I'm going to attack you if you post exactly. on social media or something yeah. crazy. And you know there's still people. I know it's just a level of conscious. Because because we don't know once you be in that yeah level of conscious and once conscious you've been level, there like you've been the type of person to to get mad before when yeah, people would answer you, you understand yeah you
3: understand mm-hmm. and you understand personal boundaries you understand self-love what it's like to oh
1: let me make sure i'm good first you know mm-hmm. so i know for me i will say just to counteract I can look at a message and, and forget to respond that part. <laughs> or look at a call and forget to respond so one of my best friends definitely like and I love that she does this because sometimes I'm really just like mm-hmm. like outside out of mind my mind is like running 20,000 mm-hmm. miles an hour but like someone like she could text me one day I'll see it and then mean to respond and then the next day like Hey girl, I text you like was everything okay? Mm -hmm. Thank you so much Mm -hmm. for holding my ass accountable. Okay. Because I didn't see I didn't I saw it I meant to respond. So I think it's I I think it's all situational and I think it all depends on who it is to grace and, and the understanding. level yes the level of like empathy understanding mm-hmm. grace but you know like i feel like the real ones are going to respect your boundaries and respect your growth thank
2: you guys i just want to say for submitting topic suggestions we got some really great questions so we're just going to go through and answer maybe like one or two of them the first question that we received was dating an entrepreneur the pros and cons of being with a content creator business owner etc. So in this case it would be a singer, um, you know, podcaster, photographer, um, what are the pros and cons of entrepreneur? What so would you say? For me, I would say the pros would be having someone to mentally challenge you cuz in we're just going to Bring that inner child, that passion out of you that maybe like you try to cover up, or we're gonna find those areas that what are you good at, or we're just gonna take things to a whole nother level, you know. But the cons would consist of time, um, having less time, you know. um, cons that that would be the only con I could think of. I do want to say, like. I used to, now that I think about it, I really used to date based off my brand. And when I say that, I mean, like, I felt like I had to be with a content creator or I had to be with mm-hmm. someone that was a visionary. And it's like, sometimes your your person might not be that person. They might be someone that's behind the scenes, but can still, still add value to you, you know? Mm-hmm. They don't always have to be the alpha male in the room because, I don't know, like, I guess it could be a good thing too, but as long as you guys are adding value and understanding each other, then I think that's what makes a relationship successful communication and all of that. So I feel mind. like
3: I feel like I would want to date a creative just because they would understand me. They would understand me, and they would understand what I got going on. They would understand like they wouldn't. Like, any other person, I feel like, wouldn't understand me and maybe would be like, Ugh.
2: But how do you know you've never dated someone that wasn't a creator?
3: That wasn't a creator? Right? Yeah, that's true.
2: This person could be, like, so understanding, could want to invest into what you're doing, and could add value, could not want to be the spotlight, you know? Yeah. And sometimes when you are dating creatives, or I'm just going to say creatives, then sometimes there's, like, competition, like, Not meaning to be competition, but like it gets like that because people are human and people have ego. Like you know,
3: that's that's egotistical people. Yeah, Mm -hmm. but if you want to see your partner win, like come on, like Mm -hmm. why, bro? Of course, by all means, win. It's
2: preference though. Like I would prefer that, but like if God said, like baby, I got to tell you something. Your person is not a photographer. Your person is not a rapper or a content creator or he doesn't he works a nine to five job and then i guess i would have to be understanding <laughs> if it came with she's like if he thing treated me right you know i, give, I, have to be, I, guess.
3: I mean like i says i mm. but i think you just i feel like i just i can say i can know but it's like i don't i i just don't do mediocre, you know, like, and I'm not saying mediocre is something, but mediocre to me is like, you got to give the great energy too. Like, I come mm-hmm. with great energy, so mm-hmm. I expect to match, to have a match like that. You can be yeah. the
2: boss of the nine to five, though. You know what I'm saying? Hey. Like, because that makes you an entrepreneur. I don't know. I don't know
3: about a nine to five, though. But, I mean, who knows? You're right. What if God wants that for us? Right. And we just (laughs) just have to do
1: that, you know? (laughs) Like, that's just different.
2: I mean. What do you think about that, Diana?
1: So, I think that the pros and cons, I feel like y'all both touched on them. Like, the pros is that you can inspire and you can inspire the creativity in your partner. You can bring out a piece of them that maybe they, like, um what's the word neglected or like Mm -hmm. played down for so long um and 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 if anything it makes them seeing you go hard can make them inspire right inspire make them go just as hard Mm -hmm. and you know want to match that energy because that's just what they Mm -hmm. want you Mm -hmm. know um I think the the biggest con is just being mentally okay with the fact that you may not always be the number one priority. You will be a priority. But you may not always be the number one priority. And you have to be willing to, mm-hmm. I feel like, have like the mental capacity to understand that. Mm-hmm. And be okay with that. And mm-hmm. if you're not okay with that, that's not a problem. Mm-hmm. That's not a problem. Sometimes people want it to be you know, God, themselves, family, relationship, or God, relationship, themselves, family, or however. Mm-hmm. Um,
3: whatever floats everybody's right. boat. And
1: uh, I've heard this numerous times. One of my good friends, he always reminds me of this. Like, you can do whatever you want. Be whoever you want. Choose to say and do. Be free to live your life however you want to. You just have to stand on, on the decisions you make. And you have to stand on, like, the, the repercussions that come with that. So, you know, if you... If you wanna date an entrepreneur, just 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 always weigh out those pros and cons. But also if you're getting to know that person and it's gonna be reciprocated and equal energy and equal effort, there's you're never gonna to have to question. Exactly. You know, you're never gonna to have to question where you are in that relationship. Right. 100%. You just have to have a lot of understanding and patience. Communication as well. And yeah. the patience. But communication is hard. Coming from someone that like I'm a great communicator when it comes to certain things, and then other things I'm very, like, I don't speak on it, I brush it under the rug, I just want to make everybody else happy, even if it means, like, demeaning mine, because I'm just very big on, like, keeping things peaceful, being on everybody's good side, things like that, Um, that's why a lot of my self-expression is through music,
2: Mm -hmm. and, like,
1: Entrepreneurship and mm-hmm. doing things that I get to express myself with, but there's a lack of disservice that you do to yourself. And I was, you know, I learned recently, self preservation is everything. And you, you do yourself a honor, like a disservice, when you don't communicate. And sometimes it doesn't even mean communicating mm-hmm. clearly; it just means communicating something.
2: Yes. yes, I hate when people leave you high and dry and don't communicate with you.
1: I don't know. <laughs>
2: I just feel like <sighs> some some things, it's like people. Like opportunities that come your way and you communicate poorly about them like you could it could be the other way. You could only communicate. Right. You know, it or, could be quick. Um, it could be like, let's uh-huh, get this yeah. done. It's going to. But then it, you sit on but it then, though. And you have to realize, too, as you're a person partner, you have to know your partner because it's like, OK. And the person has to be willing to work. Cause it's like if you're not willing to work on
1: why you can't yeah. communicate mm-hmm. and what's behind the doors with that, mm-hmm. like, and they have to be a safe space. They have to be safe. Okay. They have to be a safe space Feels for you, sp- safe. right? Yeah. For you to be able to say, "This is how I feel. This is where I'm at." Um, it's funny. I just had a situation happen like this recently with, with a good friend of mine, and she like proceeded to tell me ahead of time like please like don't take this personal I say Mm -hmm. this with so much love and transparency and then went on to tell me about something about myself and I just was like thank you it was very uncomfortable Mm -hmm. but it also made me feel like I appreciated that so much and I see how much of a difference it makes in how you move forward in in things with people and so I think it's like you know when you have a partnership and Because if y'all are both entrepreneurs, some people may say that's even better because Mm -hmm. y'all will be at the same, like, mental capacity and Mm -hmm. mental wavelength. But if you're not, that just means that both people are going to have to learn to adjust and Mm -hmm. pivot.
3: And love will... it's kind of
1: harder, too, because you're like... "Mm
3: -hmm." But love conquers Mm -hmm. all... like I feel like when there's love I truly do
1: believe that Yeah,
3: but it's really important to speak your truth because I don't care who it is like I've been in situations where I've been really uncomfortable and I have to say something because it just is not sitting well with my spirit Mm -hmm. and even though it's not a big deal Mm -hmm. it's a big deal to my emotions and my feelings and to my body Mm -hmm. and so I'm like I just have to express it because who knows it could change for the better Mm -hmm. your throat
2: will lock up your throat (laughs) chakra will close okay
3: (laughs) you better let it out Yeah. <laughs> so no people pleasing stand up for your truth speak your
2: truth because mm-hmm. that's what preserves you and keeps you mm-hmm. balanced like don't just judge a book by its cover and not even give it a try because oh this person doesn't do the same thing because yeah. you. you don't know the type of value that they can add to and your you also life.
3: don't know the connection i mean connection is everything to me like yeah if it's there's a connection exactly I- I mean, it can It'd be, be like, me. like, I do want to be around people that add value into my life, that mm-hmm. teach me things, that show me things. Mutual beneficial. Know. Right. Mm-hmm. That. But it's not to say that I have to benefit from yeah. you. I think it's just, it just has to be like a connection. It just has to be something. You we gotta understand. be genuine. Exactly. Mm -hmm. yeah but i guess that answers the question right i like that question awesome you Mm -hmm. guys submit more questions please more questions more it can be personal questions too because that's also you know we're already personal so we might as well (laughs) get personal with y'all we don't have to y'all can submit anonymously or whatever um but yeah more topic suggestions more um personal questions whatever y'all got we're here for it it yeah back to the episode Uh
2: Okay, so let's talk about this song though. Like, yes, yes, it's yes. so beautiful. Like, Thank I probably you. listened to it like 10 times today <laughs> before. Yeah, it's such a great song. I can do that. Great song. Thank you. When I'm by myself, I just ride with songs on repeat because there's nobody there sure. judging me. All
1: right, the t- all the time. Okay. I thought I was the only one. No,
2: <gasps> all the time. Okay.
1: <laughs> a <guy>. What inspired <laughs> you to write that song? Um, Did you write it? So, I did write it. Mm-hmm. Uh, my friend Eddie, he rapped on it, and we always work so great creatively, so I just knew that he had to be on it, because we have, we're on the same wavelength when He's it comes dope. to music. Oh, I love Eddie.
3: Shout out to Eddie. Love um, Shout out to Eddie. I met so you when I was over there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was, oh, I love that. That, like, when I think about that, like, me, you, Frankie, Fidel, Eddie, like, the baby. Vibes. <laughs> and
3: the baby. <laughs> and the baby.
1: Um, and the mama, right? Yes, yeah, Kiana. Yeah.
3: Yes, everyone um, was so sweet. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
1: it was a vibe. And, you know, when I I wrote that song... So, first things first, I built the beat first. I produced the beat Mm -hmm. first. That was, like, my first time actually producing one of my own tracks before. Mm -hmm. So, once I did that, I just was one day just, like, bobbing my head. Like, okay, what? I got to do something with this. This can't just sit. And then I thought of, like, the self-love and then therapy. And then I'm like... And then I was like, okay, how can I actually make it into, you know, and then around that time I was just dealing with a lot. And so I just kind of used that opportunity, like that moment, those times of adversity to just kind of like fuel my words and what I wanted to say. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of how it came about. You know, Mm -hmm. like I was I made the beat. It sounded like it was in a good place, too, because I, I don't know, like, you know
2: how you can hear a song and relate to it? So it's almost like I'm in the place where I only have room for love. Mm-hmm. Like to show love, to give love, to receive love. Let the uh, divine
3: be the guiding light. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: That that like stuck in it, my head. It was right like now. a forgiving place too.
1: Yeah, that song represents uh forgiveness, forgiveness of self, forgiveness of others. It represents love wanting to be like yearning to give it to myself mm-hmm. and then one day being open to it from um everybody else but mm-hmm. especially right now like my tribe my family my support system mm-hmm. um like it was almost like my letter to them too Your so grandmother, that the, yeah my grandmother because mm-hmm. you know we we were close and I like even before she passed like me and my grandmother just always had so many great talks and there was nothing that she like Like, she never, like, ever doubted me with anything. Mm -hmm. And whenever I would just tell her about my life and things that I have going on, she was always so supportive, you Mm -hmm. know? Like, I'm very grateful and blessed to have had, you know, experiences in my family where people do, you know, support me, you know, in certain aspects of my life. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, she was definitely, I definitely truly do believe she's, you know, one one of many angels that are constantly protecting me so i had to honor her in that way but like that song is it was it's for it's reflection it's it's guidance it's my letter to my inner child it's my letter to that version of me that has used like so many different things as survival skills that really haven't been good for me Mm -hmm. and it's still a process because i think i listen to that song now and i'm just like where i was then and listening to it now i'm like I've, I've, I've made some strides, you know, mm-hmm. little ones, but strides nonetheless. And I just want to continue to get better. And I just want to continue to make myself proud mm-hmm. um, because I'm, I'm very much like I like to give. I like I like to do. I like to be for everybody else and do for everybody else. And, you know, I don't always like to do that for myself. So learning how to do that, um, especially in the midst of like being in an uncomfortable space in every way, mm-hmm. it was you know it's kind of a cathartic experience because you almost kind of feel like this is beyond me at this point and you know how I want to live my life and what I want to do like mm-hmm. it was the start of building you know other singles like on my own with aurora and you know just mm-hmm. realizing that like it's it's time for me to stop getting in my own way mm-hmm. cuz i'm a i'm a good i'm a good talker you know when it comes to myself oh my god but i you know i was reminded recently that like I do need to sit with myself more mm-hmm. and work on myself and go after the things go after the things that I want and be intentional and like truly understand what the drive and motivation is for it. So like with my music now, genuinely I just I just want to create music that I can be proud of, the people around me that have seen me through this can be proud of, mm-hmm. and just be able to look back on it and say like this helped me through this and I hope it helps somebody else through through something mm-hmm. something similar that's Mm -hmm. the biggest thing i love the
2: authenticity like in it all yeah i think
3: like being on the side of the artist and writing songs where you pour your heart and soul it's like your baby it's like you've been so vulnerable Mm -hmm. and you can like a literal line can represent an emotion inside of you yeah and it's so powerful
1: (laughs) it is so powerful like a song can be your heart and soul yeah Mm -hmm. for artists i feel like it's easier to communicate through music than it is through words Especially because um, I've, one of the things I've learned with communication is that it doesn't matter. Like, as long as you communicate how people receive it, that has nothing to do with you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It has everything to do with them how they receive it. Mm-hmm. Especially if you set the tone for it to be an open, safe discussion, and that you're really just coming from a place of, I just want you to hear me. I just,
2: mm-hmm. you know, need
1: to get this out for myself. And once you do that, you know, you're not doing you're not doing a disservice to yourself. You're doing a disservice to yourself if you don't communicate. Yes. And so through like making more music and writing more, it's it's taught me that like you just some things, you know, calm is a superpower, mm-hmm. silence is a superpower, other things. Um you just kind of have to go for it and do it and express it and hey, you tried. Mm-hmm. If you're received, great. If you're not, it's cool. It doesn't take away from The fact that I just did something that's very uncomfortable for me. Oh, it can
2: be so uncomfortable. I think music, like, allows you to say... Of course, it allows you to say way more to, like, depth versus, like, communicating with someone through text or in person. Because you almost feel like you never get your, like, point across.
3: But with a song, and then also if it intertwines with the melody and everything Mm -hmm. just fits perfectly into it, you're like how can something just yeah. reflect what's deep inside of me because
2: someone can say something to me that's like similar to a lot line, the lines of the lyrics and they could put it in a song but it's like you feel it more in a song it's more wholesome
1: yeah because i feel like i could listen to music or i can listen to a song and automatically my mood will just change or my vibe will just change or mm-hmm. i'll just feel like I need to sit with myself, or I need to let this like one tear out, mm-hmm. or I need to like get this one tear. <laughs> it's like one or two tears. We only be having like out. one or two tears, <laughs> right? And then you'd be like, all right, go like, to the next thing, right? Yeah. But like that's how like who's an artist that makes you do that? Oh, it's so many. Just one name, one at the top I of your head. Oh, I, at the top of your head. Mm-hmm. Ooh, okay, Kalani. Really? really, I have always loved Kalani mm. since. College, I feel like every album she's made, I resonate with every single even mm-hmm. down to her mixtapes, I resonate with every single song that she's ever made. Wow. And you know, like she and I are the same age. I mean, yeah, she she, they, them are this, the same age as me. And I just I I've watched a lot of her interviews, listened to a lot of the interviews she's done on po on the pot, on different podcasts she's been on and um, you know, it's just been a journey. Um and so it's almost it's like they inspiring yeah, that
3: but it's almost like she's you in a sense like you see you in her
1: Do I you? I see like the person that I would like I see the person that I'd like to become in a lot of different people around mm-hmm. me but even people that inspire me mm-hmm. like in general like mm-hmm. it, but especially with Kalani cuz you know they've definitely had a uh based on some of the things that I've Her like they've they've been through a lot and yet they still like they operate in love and light Mm -hmm. and I value I really really admire people that are like that who even through the worst of the worst situations are willing not even able but just willing to try and still like not um purposefully like hurt other people based on what they've been through but we know we're all humans, live in a human experience, so that's why I always say, like, I really try my best not to judge um, anybody because everyone's story is different. Yeah. And how everyone handles what they've been through is different. All, you know, I can do is, you know, being a spiritual being in a human body is just try my best not to get too caught up in what everyone else is doing. Right. And just be who I am or continue to learn who I am and who it is
3: you know it's said that the people you admire the most are the ones that because you admire them, there's something in them that's in you. That's why you admire them. If you, for example, I admire so many artists. I mean, we all individually admire so many mm-hmm. artists because of specific things that they do or are. Mm-hmm. And that's because that's inside of us, too. So the way you were expressing yourself about Kalani, I just, like, noticed that. That you were, like, you know, the things that she has gone through, the, how strong she is, and da-da-da-da-da. i am like, that's literally you. Yeah. And maybe you don't even think about it or realize it. I
2: know what you mean. But you know what 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 I'm saying?
3: Like the most creep for me, I admire so much the creative geniuses of Mm -hmm. like, I don't know if you've heard of, I don't Mm -hmm. know if you've seen Rosalia. Yes. Mm -hmm. Powerful genius. Kanye West. I admire him Mm -hmm. creatively, like Mm -hmm. so many creatives. And I know it's because it's in me too. Mm -hmm. I just know it. And so the things that you've admired the most about other people Mm -hmm. is because that's inside of you.
1: Yeah, I mean, I honestly could say the same thing, and I'm not saying this because of my name, but really Diana Ross, like, I...
3: Oh, yeah, can you woman, talk about
1: that? Like, <laughs> can you clear that up for the world? Like They're gonna be like, they had a podcast with
2: Diana Ross? Right. Diana Nicole. Diana Nicole
1: Ross. So, well, you talk know... About, why were you, like... Oh. My mom just had an obsession with the Supremes and Motown growing up, and she always said if she had a daughter, she named name her Diana.
2: And she stood on and it happened you know, that it just so
1: happened that it happened my, that the last name was, was Ross,
2: Ross yeah so. wow
1: you know. and it happened
2: that you sing so beautifully that, like, thank you
1: but people tell me that they're like it just so happens that you sing and, and you actually do stuff with entertainment and I'm mm-hmm. like I don't know it's just it's something about you could be
2: connected to her I don't know because I'm about to name my child
1: something <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Come you here, know, I, I I really hope and pray for this one day that I, I can meet her and I can introduce her and my mom, you know, name you my know. son, Kanye.
2: Cause my last name was,
0: oh, get the... all right,
2: ah! let
1: me focus.
3: Yo, yeah, you funny.
1: Love her. Love her. What's my last name? me uh-uh. <laughs> go with that. Flores. I mean, I feel like. Flores is Wait, such a unique w- name. You get it is, but we wouldn't be. I was naming just telling them. her Aurora. Her mother couldn't have not named her a p- more
2: perfect name for her.
1: Yeah, especially because of like who you are to your like mm-hmm. to your core and like your vibe. But
3: we wouldn't name our children after us. They would have their father's last name though. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so you just said Kanye West, yeah. and it's like okay, uh-huh. but he's probably he's probably not gonna have West. Mm-hmm. maybe be the second. You know how mm-hmm. some people do the dad's last name than yours? Mm-hmm. The woman's, yeah. Mom's, yeah. But that was just like to clarify.
2: <laughs> but <laughs> she was thinking deep on that. Yeah. it's I'm like, "Wait, sis, hold on, that's not right." <laughs> I would be like, "Shoot my shot with some um random Michael B. Jordan." Say "No, find a find a Jordan." Jordan. And then <laughs> I would say, "Name on Michael Jordan like the basketball player, but his name is Michael Jordan." <laughs> uh-uh. Okay, anyway.
3: Oh, but yeah. Back to what you were saying, I think I feel like Aurora is a powerful name. I feel I like it just—it's a statement. Yeah. And I've thought about too. I'm like, should I add Flora's? I'm like, I oh, don't know. Aurora just does something okay. like, like someone just imagine someone saying, "I'm over here." Like, grab a mic, and I have a mic. Get in my head. <laughs> Flora Aurora.
0: Like, what?
3: Yeah, that's I, powerful. I feel like
2: it, it and then it I, likes I just come out style. on stage. Mm, I see a whole show. Like, right. I mean, a stadium, baby. Like, I mean, yes. you're getting the full created, bro.
3: I'm, but back to what I was saying, as far as <laughs> when you admire someone, I want everybody to hear this. When you admire someone, it, the things you admire the most about them is because you have them inside of you, because that mm-hmm. resonates on the same frequency. So, like you, what you were saying about Kalani, mm-hmm. perfect.
1: Even like Janae, her those. I would say, I would say, my, you remind like, me of her. Three, you kind of look like her. No
3: pun intended. I kind of look like her. That's a
1: huge compliment thing. Mm-hmm. You're so, so beautiful. Much. I mean, you look like yourself. You are yourself, but, but you I do. Love, but I, I legit love her. I, I love her lyricism. Her guitar. Ooh. There's no album I'm that. I'm obsessed. Yeah. <laughs> like, all three of them. Kehlani, Janae, okay. her. Like, they all have inspired my music. Just because, I one, I love their flow. I love their vibe. I love their energy. But, like. I can just relate. And I want to be able to make music where people can relate mm-hmm. and understand.
3: I just had an insight. I have to write it down for my sake only, but you guys can keep going because <laughs> I'm like like I'm cr- also creating music and you you talking about how um, all those influences influence your sound mm-hmm. and your music. I've currently been kind of analyzing that in my life and like what artists
1: I love and why. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There Sing is something. another artist. I believe her name is Madison Wren Ward. She's a gospel artist. Mm. Um, have y'all ever heard to, that, that song? That um, put me on. Holding like an anchor, guarding from the danger. I do cause 'cause you're mine. It's on a lot of Instagram mm-hmm. reels. Really, but but look her up. She's mm-hmm. awesome.
2: My little girl. Yeah.
1: I've been enjoying a lot of um good and like unknown and underground gospel artists. Mm-hmm. I, I have a, a gospel playlist a friend of mine sent me and I, I absolutely love it. I listen to it. I was just awesome. listening to
2: mine earlier. I have a healing gospel playlist. Do you listen to male artists too? Mm-hmm. Like for the gospel playlist?
1: Mm-hmm. I find his name. I forgot his name. My dad's really in is really like super into gospel as well. So Do you know who Jordan May is? It's Does he have a song called Amazing Amazing Grace?
2: I'm not sure. I have, like, specific songs. I feel like it's the same person we're thinking about. Mm -hmm. But you know what artists I've been... Okay, I've been discovering, like, new artists, too, lately. But do you know who Sunid Harrod is? I don't know if I'm pronouncing her name right. Saneet Harnett. Yes. Yeah. yeah. If you narrative. just let me. Yeah. If you just let me. And I love all her music. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I love how she breaks down, like, how there's different sounds for, you know, like Janae also does this for, which song was it?
1: Feeling. I can't think of what song it
2: is. But sometimes she uses, like... I love the sound bowls in the back. Sometimes she uses sound bowls, but then sometimes she gives you... Like, they give you both versions of the song yes. to choose from. I like a that. piano acoustic. or the... Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Above I and
1: Beyond that. with the piano. Acoustic. Above mm-hmm. the piano, and Beyond. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah.
3: yeah. Because both versions are beautiful. Yeah. Both. Mm-hmm.
2: Have you ever been on a podcast before?
1: Thank you Vanessa. I feel like... So, I've been interviewed before, like years ago mm-hmm. but um i have done like clubhouse before
0: mm.
1: okay yeah me and my sister cat we've done like mm-hmm. we called it the q&b happy hour we're mm-hmm. still trying to figure out what we want to do with it because it was really it was like a it was it was really good when we did it on clubhouse mm-hmm. and we just touched on different topics you know but i think it's just like scheduling and really figuring out mm-hmm. like our intentions with it so right.
2: So you were like the host on that,
1: or you were a guest yeah, on we, that? We were the okay. host. Yeah, it was just mm-hmm. you know, it's like it was almost like group. Like, yeah. it, no, like, <laughs> it felt like uh-huh, group girl, chat. That's con- big. It, no, I it's very yeah. big. It's very big, but it felt like conversation that was just like on the okay. phone. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. you know we would have different people chime in, but a lot of times it's just like because we that's just we have like how y'all have y'all conversations like on a day to day basis. That is also, like, great podcast material. Mm -hmm. That's how we are. That's how I am with Mm -hmm. a few of my friends. It's just that constant wanting to learn and, Mm -hmm. like, develop and be teachable. Yeah. So, yeah. I love that. And I I just realized this, too. I did do an interview um, in COVID, during Mm -hmm. COVID for a friend of mine. Um, Mm -hmm. I can't remember exactly what it was, but I do know that he asked me to perform at a showcase in October, so that should be fun. Coming up, that's out there. That's fun. I'm excited. That is exciting. Do you go to a lot of open mics and stuff? I try to now, now that my performance anxiety's like, gone. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Do you think... um Going to open mics, you should, I could have asked you this behind the scenes, but going to Mm -hmm. (laughs) open mics, you think you should have your own music already or is it okay to like sing other songs that are already?
1: It's fun to sing other
3: songs. I mean, it doesn't matter, right? Art is Mm -hmm. art. But like, I kind of had that question for a friend, for me. (laughs) (laughs) Just asking for a friend. Asking for a friend, but for me. Um, Yeah. Because I'm like, should I like wait until I have music out? No, obviously Mm -hmm. not, you know? Cause I already sing like when I sing karaoke, I sing like other people's songs, obviously, mm-hmm. but like my own version with my own voice. Cause no right, because you're but, you. Yeah, but with open mics, like open mics is just like literally, it says it in the word "open" to
1: anyone mm-hmm. to right. do
3: anything. Like, come on, Lolo, what are you
1: doing? But anyways, alright, no, all right. I agree. I was um, I was actually just thinking that if me and my sister do start back up. I guess you would call it podcast because we've been calling it podcast and we had like, I want to say we would play songs as an intro. So, yeah, mm-hmm. it's that def- definitely a podcast? Yeah. Just, you know, we did it on Clubhouse. And like I said, it was it was really good. Mm-hmm. And I think at the time, too, with it being COVID, people wanted to interact in that way. But I always said, like, I'm, I'm thinking now I have some ideas where I'm like, what if I do like our intro song or, you know, we, we play around with something. So I'm definitely going to have to get back into I've been- planning for that.
2: I've been telling Aurora, we need a intro to the pod song. Oh. Yes. She said she needs an intro, <laughs> or, oh, no. You gonna do an intro?
1: Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> we gotta work on that. Yeah.
2: Maybe
1: from one of
3: those beats. I don't know. One of those beats. We'll see. Oh, yeah. yeah. To be continued.
2: <laughs> TBD. Wait, TB. so, TBD. TBD. To be determined. Yes. So what? advice would you give someone who wants to sing like who has a passion for it but just don't know like how to start like just okay so let me say it this way what advice would you give someone who has all these unique creative ideas but it all lives in their head Mm. I mean, I feel like the only advice you can give Susan is like just do it. But yeah, like just just but do how it. do you just do it? <laughs> like that's <laughs> like, right. the you real just, question. No, no, no. seriously. How do you
3: just cause I used really? to be there? We are there. our biggest We used to be there. We I used love,
1: to wonder, how do you just do it? Like so that, what yeah. would you say? I just I just had this conversation with someone yesterday. <laughs> but it's like you just you you literally just do it. <laughs> you just have to step out on faith and trust in yourself enough and trust in You know, God, the higher power, you know, for whomever it is and Mm -hmm. and what they practice. You just have to believe that outside of yourself, there is another force that's driving you. Mm -hmm. And there's another force that is looking over you in those moments of just stepping out on faith. Because, you know, singing, I mean, for me, I always felt like what makes me stand out? What makes me so different? Which is why I've always been really back and forth with music. Mm -hmm. Because I was like, could I actually really have what it takes to be able to do this as a career Mm -hmm. um and sometimes you can't always look into it or think of it that way you just have to do it Mm -hmm. be intentional with it and think about like like what is this doing for me? How is this serving me? Mm-hmm. What is the purpose for this? And then go from there, because because yeah. if you love it, it's never going to leave you. Right. Like just do it because you love it, yeah.
2: not already planning like the yeah. end and, and how I, it's going to work out and who you're yeah. going to work with. And right.
3: Like. I heard this podcast just yesterday where it was someone asked the podcaster, um, and he's like a spiritual mentor. He was like. I keep wanting to publish. I know this is outside of it, but it goes for creatives. I keep wanting to publish something and it keeps being denied, like a book or whatever that that person has written. And why does this happen? Like, is it not for me or what? And then the spiritual mentor was like Michael Beckwith, by the way. He was like, "Um, you keep doing it for like your ego is like, what can I get out of it? What can I get out of blah, blah, blah? Why is this not happening? But instead, why don't you just like put out free content? Like, do it for free. Do it for service. Do it mm-hmm. just like, you know what? I'm going to sing because I love it. I'm mm-hmm. going to go out there and because I love it, because I enjoy doing it. And mm-hmm. it's giving, like, it's. you're just kind of offering your service. You're just kind of being... Uh, just having fun and and doing it for the love of it and then the opportunities open up but not when you're forcing it like I want it to be this I want it to be this because
1: if it's forced it's it's, it's really not for you and that's easier said than done because I feel like the average human forces most things I know I have Mm -hmm. Um, and so you just kind of got to be like look either it's going to work or it's not Mm going to work and again it's easier said than done because being a person that's like a major (laughs) overthinker and you're very like the fear of like failing is like so crippling, mm-hmm. but I'm learning that like that's that's the only way you try. It. It's the only way you learn things. Exactly. If you, if you, if you like fail or just step out and do it, and just do it. So I'm definitely yeah. not
2: afraid. I don't think any of us are afraid to fail. I think that faith in knowing that if you keep going, something great is gonna come out of it.
1: And that's what how I had to. That's, I had to apply that to music because. I've. I feel like I've been really Dude, doing. Dude, you're music. so awesome at music, though. Like, just I mean, so you so know. So are you? Because when you, like, <laughs> <laughs> we're over here like, what Because I feel like we both feel no, the same way. In- like, we're like,
3: what are you doing? What are do you saying? Like from the first conversation
1: we had about her doing music to now, I'm like, the growth, like the progress, that everything okay. is like, it's like you're really like sitting in your artistry bag, and I love that for you because I know at one point that was very like. It, you were I mean, very like yeah
3: detrim- detrimental, detrimental like what the word is <laughs>
1: crippling like yes terrifying yeah and, and now you're just you did, you know, but
3: but you literally just do it like Aurora you do it woke up one day and
2: was like, sis. I'm, I'm ready again. I'm ready I'm to do sing. It. Like I'm gonna sing. It wasn't like contemplating. I don't know if you secretly been wanting to for no. the longest, but you were just like, it chose I me. I found my calling. I'm singing. It chose me. <laughs> I have to Dad, do this. Was like it and chose like, me.
3: It was wow. like a moment. It was from moment one moment to the other,
1: mm-hmm. and I
3: and I knew like I was just called to it. I knew it was a calling. And, and you when you feel it, you you feel it. You you're passionate about mm-hmm. it. The feeling is there why don't you just go and follow the feeling Mm -hmm. why don't you just go and follow you know what well this could work this could not work i could get opportunities i could not get opportunities just do it because you love it and then people can see through that people tell me all the time they're like. You don't just sing just to sing. You right. sing with emotion. You sing because you love it, and mm-hmm. you can tell like it see like you just intention matters. <laughs> yeah. exactly. Intention matters,
2: and I think a lot of people like that like that understanding of knowing like I'ma just do it for this. People are doing it for the for money, the money, or right. Mainly for the money or for we the we pl- talking about that, huh? <laughs> or for the publicity? Right. I don't know who for the clout. Watch. I don't Yo, know who God has aligned that is doing it for the money, but that stop doing it for to- the money. We <laughs> We keep talking
3: to them our reels keep coming out like stop doing it for the money
2: uh <laughs> for real like yes,
3: on so, the, on yes, the you page? Constant, no like like the reels we put out
2: of the oh, podcast oh, okay it's repetitively you like, know how people, we pray before we mm-hmm. pod so basically we don't plan anything we're gonna say so that keeps coming, uh, coming the conversation. Conversation. And i think okay.
3: i think it's god saying listen up people okay. stop doing it for the money do really? it because your heart is calling you to it Mm-hmm. Like the money's Look gonna come. As a give. The uh-huh. money's gonna come though. That's the thing. Like, I know I do this for the love of music, for the passion I have for it, but money's coming. It's a byproduct. It's and, a byproduct. It is. And then
2: I'm so picky on that because there's been people that want to come on the podcast and stuff or want to collab with me in different collaborations, but I'm such a person that's like, Okay, what so are your what are your intentions? Like, how's your heart posture? Because if you come up here, like, wanting to, I don't know, like, energy and, like, intentions and being driven by the wrong things, I don't, I don't want that. You just want of, alignment. You know? You want, we want alignment, you know? And
3: if we feel called to, like, what you're speaking about mm-hmm. and really called to, then and it's aligning with us, that's mm-hmm. why we mm-hmm. are, like, cool. Like, you example yeah. you resonate on the frequency
1: mm-hmm. yeah y'all don't know I was actually very nervous <laughs> I don't know why. only because like, like do you see what's going on right now I I've always been really big on collaboration but I've also learned too that sometimes you don't always need or have to collaborate with okay. everyone and there's a reason for that mm-hmm. so you know I feel like this though is very different because one I've already know you heard enough about you to know like your frequency, mm-hmm. both of your frequencies, so it was like okay mm-hmm. let's see let's see how and where this goes. Mm-hmm.
3: Well, how do you feel now that you've done it?
1: What is your review? <laughs> what do you want to do? well, I've always <laughs> 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 they're crazy, but I love it um I mean I've always like ever since I want to say the first episode, I've always liked the podcast. I feel mm-hmm. like y'all talk about a lot of stuff that um you know aren't. I do feel like with podcasts nowadays there are more and more like area like topic areas that I hope I said that right, or like focus areas on topics that are being more discussed. But I think this the way you the way you all discuss it and talk about it, it really does feel like I'm listening to a phone call with like my two girlfriends, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think it's very like lighthearted but also it it reaches. It reaches people. Mm-hmm.
0: That's yeah. Powerful, yeah, I
3: like
1: that. That's powerful because that's what we are, that's ultimately like- <laughs> what we do. We just yeah. have like, I don't tell today. nobody what they need to do. You know, y'all just share your experiences mm-hmm. and hope that you know people resonate but with yeah. it. Mm-hmm.
2: We try to give advice, you know, like if yeah, you want to, what we're, we're realizing you is that you cannot change other people, it's definitely up to you. Like, if you spend your whole life trying to change someone else, that's. It's not going to work. You're going to
1: die you, you trying to change, change everybody. everybody. You just gotta learn I had to learn that.
2: At. I had to learn that lesson within, like, family and friendships. Because for the long, longest, I had to look inward at myself, like, what's up with you? Why are you trying to change the people around you? And really, it's because I wanted them to change, like, us to be at the same frequency, growing together. But sometimes you have to change inside. And then just, like we talked about earlier, acceptance So when you change inside and you surround yourself around the same environment, you don't have to, like, look down on nobody because they're not there yet or they're still doing the same things. All you have to do is provide, like, share that love and your passion with them. And that's enough. Like, you know, because if you're the only person, let's just say, that has... Like, basically, some people can feel God through you. And if you're the only person that they're around, like, you you don't know. You might be that only person for them. Or you might be the only person that don't try to change them.
0: Mm-hmm. So...
2: Because, you know, people are... We live in a judgmental society. Like, we... Especially on podcasts. Like, you know?
3: But yeah. it's also... It's like what we were talking about earlier that like what I was saying earlier that we have all been chosen to be we're like the special ones we're the outcasts we're the black sheep of our family that were sent here like specific souls and you'll know if you're one of these souls that you were sent to shift your family not only have your individual mission but also a global and world purpose Mm -hmm. and that moments a lot of the times uh happens in creatives like creators are artists they just create Mm -hmm. something out of nothing and that's powerful but also i mean you know if you're a black sheep you know if you're like shifting that consciousness in your in your family and just by you opening your heart and and being different and accepting others and agreeing to disagree and respecting others and setting boundaries like that in itself is a shift Mm -hmm. so i agree we're powerful for being those souls i that. Powerful for being those souls.
2: Thank you for being that soul.
3: <laughs> Anyways, you guys, I was just
2: thinking, like, I'm not used to like looking at you from afar. I know
3: we're always
1: like, right, 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 right.
3: right. right. But now we're like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just in the middle, yeah. just experiencing all of it.
3: <laughs> yeah. Anyways, you guys. It's been amazing. It
1: has been. Thank you so much. Thank you for the opportunity. Y'all have both been great. Thank you. Thank
3: you for your...
1: Coming all the way down here to the
2: south to spend some time with us. Mm -hmm. And some quality And create. And we're going to create
3: some more
1: Mm -hmm. for the next couple of days. Can't
3: wait. Creation number one out of the weekend. Yes. Okay. Check. Checklist. Checklist. Podcast. Okay. Stay tuned, you guys, for amazing things coming with diana
2: amazing
3: and also frankie who's behind the scenes that y'all don't
2: see. Frankie. Say hi. <laughs> hey. all right y'all we all love y'all always and don't forget to love yourself
1: yes
0: love
2: and light self-love love therapy give yourself some self-love therapy